Nobody notices when we leave. I mean, the moment when we really choose to go. At best, you might feel a whisper, or a wave of a whisper, undulating down. My name is Salmon, like the fish. First name, Susie. I was 14 years old when I was murdered on December 6, 1973. I was here for a moment, and then I was gone. I wish you all a long and happy life. No 14-year-old talks like this. What is I, this? I mean, she seems to have her act together. Yeah, that's that's a very elevated 14-year-old. She, she's, uh, this is uh, Lady Bird. It's Lady Bird. It's uh, her. Well, in that case. I didn't realize it. Uh, I'll tell you one thing about her. She's got, nope. Uh, the name of the film is The Lovely Bones. It is. I don't, uh... I was gonna say she has lovely bones, but that's wildly inappropriate. It, it is, and you probably shouldn't have clarified no. what you were gonna do. No, no, no. But in a clarification, they Strike can't... Strike it from the record, good man. Yeah, they technically can't get you on that. So, anyway... Technically. It's the 2009 film The Lovely Bones. They're gonna get you. Two boys in a balcony. It's the second week of Marchy March. Mark Chi? I don't know. Yeah, I, can, I have a hard time. We're, we're trying to brand it. Is it Marky March or I Marchy think it's Mark? Marchy March. Marchy March. Just because of uh, he probably has a trademark. Well, anyway, Marky. it's week two. We're talking the lovely bones. We'll see you in a minute. Two boys in a balcony. In a balcony. A balcony, two boys in a balcony, in a balcony, a balcony. Oh, welcome back, Hi. friends. Hello, enemies as well. I I have awaited the day. <laughs> I'm sorry that you arrived. Why are you talking like a you're in a kung, in, in a kung fu movie? I don't know. I'm just getting it out there. You're doing a bad dubbing I'm of working, yourself. Ah, uh, fucking. Watch out, my enemies. <laughs> my enemies. They are approaching from the left. All those who seek to abduct me. <laughs> Nobody's seeking to abduct us. Stanley Tucci is. He's a fucking big abductor, dude. Yeah, but of little girls, not of grown well, men. Well, you know, you never know. When you see what you like and you want to take it. You never know. <laughs> you never know. Is that, that's you might what, see me and be like, that's a good looking one. That's what the Jane's Addiction song is all about. Being caught stealing. It's all about stealing old stealing men. old men. Good bit. I was in this. I can't. I couldn't sing that song for a thousand dollars right now. It caught stealing once when I was five. You sing everything as though it's next week's movie. All right, hey, Bill. It's a, the second week of Marchy March. How's Marchy March been treating Marchy you, buddy? Marchy March has been enthusiastic. I'll tell you, man. People to say the least. People are. I've uh, I've really been getting diving into the dude's catalog. I, you know what? It's been fun. I'm clearing up the uh, bracket. Uh, yeah, the bracket uh, people are buzzing I, from what I'm reading on the trades. Yeah, we're getting we're getting upwards of seven. We got an seven email. people. We got an email. We did get an email. Shout out to Allie Griffin. Allie Griffin. Thanks, Allie. And, very nice work. And also, we got another uh, email from John Farrell. Uh, I don't know if we got an email from him, but big supporter of the pod. Yeah, Just yeah. You shouting our names. Yeah, John Farrell and uh, Ken Green. How you doing there, Ken? Ken Green, Lisa, Mark, and uh, t- look, you got oh, a Greek name. I, That's I, tough. Hey, that was Sullivan. That was Sullivan. The 
took that swipe. Uh, yeah, no, it's been uh, it's been very nice. Uh, you guys have been uh, very kind in your praise for the show. That uh, I'll be honest with you, I was going to pull the plug until I started hearing from you guys. I still think we should pull the plug. Yeah, on, this is... on you. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think you're going to pull through, anyways. Yeah, but it's mostly you're, you're talking about the cafe. Very pale. Very I don't pale. I, I no the hot thing. What, oh. do you, what, is, what is that? What do they diagnose you with? Oh, is it a murmur? Is it a? Uh, it's a rumor. I have a heart rumor. You have a hot rumor. There yeah. is a rumor that Sean is a hot. Yeah, it's yeah. bullshit. Yeah, no, no, no. It's not true. I did get uh, a voluntary catheter. It's just voluntary. Yeah, it's just easier. A hot catheter or a pee-pee? yeah, I piss right into my heart. catheter. Is there a catheter for your heart? I don't know. What's a, a catheter? Is just something that drains. I like that we're fluid, right? We're making accusations. I've had no medical issues with my heart. You're the one with the pacemaker. It's not a pacemaker. There's one single stent. Yeah, in one artery of my heart. I don't know. There's a couple of blockages. And yeah, a couple other arteries. But I've my never heart so strong that it found a way around those. My heart's never been touched by anybody but my children's touched love. Touched by an angel. But you've had a doctor in there rooting around. That's really nice how you said that about your children's love. Yeah, it's nice to see that in a in. It's just a to family. offset. It's just to offset the fact that you got finger fucked in the heart by a doctor. <laughs> I don't. I don't like where this just went. I well, was, it's a neutral at this point. I said something. I, was I said something sweet said. about my kids, and then I said something foul about your uh, your your heart organ. Oh, it's funny because I was the victim. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I don't know. Fair uh, enough. Yeah, it's kind of been my mo since we it. met. Yeah. Uh, it's what you do? This movie, though, right? <sighs> had you ever seen it before? What do you think? Nope. I had not seen this movie before. Um. I can't even remember. This is a book. It is. It was a book. It was the a movie book. Is based on a book. My senior year of college. When would that be? Two thousand five. Spring semester. Two thousand five. Uh, I had. I took a class. My wife was in it. It was called "The Ghosts That Haunt Us." It was like a a literature class where we had to read a bunch of fucking books. Um, but I took it. All scary books. No, it was like. I don't even know what the fuck it was. It was yeah, it was about the drob. It was about the ghosts of American history or some shit. So it'd be like we read this weird sci-fi book about fucking time travel and slavery and I don't know. The Lovely Bones was I think a voluntary. We could have read that on our own, but I took the class pass fail, uh, and I didn't read any of the books at all, not a single one because I was just that was the semester that I had, had turned twenty one. Ah, so you were really getting into poetry. In the fall, I lived in New York, and then this was my last semester on campus, and then uh, I was living in a house, and uh, yeah, we were. Uh, that was the only semester I drank in college, responsibly, of course. What do you What do you consider responsible? Not getting caught by the police? You no, know, I just was, like sitting on a couch. I think not I standing. I wasn't rolling my ankle. Uh, responsible drinking, not getting arrested. Yeah, I never got arrested. That's responsible drinking. As um. But anyway, I had no time to read The Lovely Bones. Uh, but my wife did, and then when this movie came out... Is she out, a fan? Is she a fan of the book or the movie? Oh, boy. I bet if I asked my wife if she oh, likes The Lovely Bones... Her? You haven't said anything about this? No, yeah, we haven't been talking for about a year and a half. And uh, <laughs> That tracks. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know that... I don't even know if she would remember what this book is about. This book was a fucking phenomenon. Was it? Yeah, it was huge. I remember it was huge. It was like a big fucking beach airport book. And then, because uh, it's uh, not, it's like ladies a- Ladies love murder. The ladies Dude, love wife, murder. My wife cannot get enough murder. 
Yeah. Well, she's just getting ideas. All the time, dude. Every um, time I go to bed, it's it's on. It's like, oh, and then you just saw up the fingertips. Um. Yeah. My wife does not like... Uh, Nicole, are you planning on doing something? No, that's silly. My wife's shows saying. of choice are uh, Dr. Pole, The Incredible Vet, and Dr. Pimple Popper. Dude, so... I would not let Dr. Pimple Popper play in my house. It's uh, it's not. It shouldn't even be allowed to be a show. Sometimes really I come home. Pimples on it. Yeah, it's uh, it's foul. Sometimes uh, I'll come home. My wife will be asleep in bed, and she'll have fell asleep with the TV on. And uh, you know how Hulu will just like keep playing stuff. Yeah, it'll just be fucking Doctor Pimple Popper. So I'll like come in, like sneak in, quiet, and then it's just like a fucking big old cyst getting popped, and I'm just like, yeah, that's oh, gross. Uh. I do. That's, I think that's uh, I think uh, that's a mental disorder. Watching that. Uh, but occasionally I will have a pimple on my back or something, and she knows how to get rid of it. I think I just accuse your wife of having a mental disorder for watching that. Yeah, I mean, I say it all the time. All right. Uh, it's also my daughter likes Doctor Pimple Popper too. So I yeah, think they're they're kid, lost. Kids don't know. Ladies, lady, my son, they're my brain, son, their brains are still clay. No way, my son's not in. Yeah. Yeah, no. My you ever son poked them on the top of the head to see if it uh, does it still dent at that age. The what soft are they, spot. Seven? No. Are they seven yet? They'll be seven uh, next month in April. Pretty exciting. You're I guess. Get a water slide. Uh, no, it's a little cold. That, that's not an outdoor uh, April. Uh, sometimes it is. Sometimes Late it's not. April, early April, April showers, baby. Bring May what flowers. What are we talking? April fifteenth. Uh, Next uh, time, these t- tax babies? Ten days earlier. We got them in right under the gun. These just were right off? Yeah, of Is course. This was? Yeah, what are you insane? Yeah. You got a whole fucking credit, baby. All right. I'm just asking. Uh, I mean, you used to. I don't think you got it anymore. I think uh, they... Fuck if I know. I don't know what the fuck you get. All right. Uh, yeah, The Lovely Bones. Big book. I don't remember the book so much as uh, the movie. I didn't see it when it came out. But I have seen it before. Probably a few years ago I saw it. Yeah, I didn't see this. Um, uh, interesting story with this movie. Scary story. Uh, book comes out in like... Oh, you mean the background. Of yeah, the yeah, yeah. Book comes out in about 2002, I think. Don't quote me on that. Um, and immediately, before it's even published, the, the rights get bought. Who bought it? Well... Uh, Wahlberg? No, what you'll come to find out, Wahlberg has so little to do with this movie. It's incredible. Uh, the rights of the book are bought before it's published by uh, I don't know some film. Oh, by uh, the BBC, Channel Four, or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, and Ricky then Gervais, your Steve Ricky. Merchant. We're gonna give it the old office treatment. Yep. Yep. Uh, are you being served? Is gonna make this film. Gonna do some extras on it. Faulty um, towers it up. That's right. Uh, great British baking show. Uh, ab fab it give it the old ab fab anyway they fuck it up they never get a movie made a uh, couple of directors are talked to um about this so what so what happens there do they uh does do they so if they don't make if, do they when lose they, the rights to it my understanding is is that when you option uh something like this um you get it for a certain amount of time and then if you don't make a film in that time you the rights revert back to the owner all right and i don't know so would that be the author? Or They'll go back probably to the author or the, the publishing, publishing company. I don't know if you get your money back or anything like that. Who, I have no who idea. Who wrote it? Do you know? Uh, uh, Alice Siebold. she written uh, anything else of note? Nah, I don't think so. No, The Lovely Bone, she kind of made, that's her, uh, she made her bread off that. I mean, hey, if you can if you can have one big book, I think that's pretty good. And this book was huge, man. It was huge. Uh, 
Imagine that. Imagine writing a big book. No, John, not even. What are you kidding me? To do something incredible like that. It's fucking asking people to read my imagine thoughts. Be able to touch people's hearts with the awards. That's what we do every week. Who does? Uh, first director. Oh, us. First, us. first director attached. First director attached. Luke Besson from The Professional. Uh, and I never uh, saw it. is that the hitman with, with the little girl? Yeah, uh, and Natalie Portman and Gene uh, Reno. That. I think is it good? Uh, it. I've never seen it. Uh, I don't think it holds up as well as people think. I think it's a little weird. Nineties. That that's like a nineties movie. That's right? a nineties movie. Uh, Spielberg gets involved. He's interested. Oh, He's attached for a little bit. Whenever you can get Steven Spielberg to get uh, there, to fucking get his fingers in there. Uh, the one Lynn Ramsey. Almost makes the movie. Who's that? She made. Uh, we need to talk about Kevin. Uh, oh, uh, Thor Birch, right? Is that the murder kid? I don't know. I've never the saw kid that movie. Killed himself. Uh, I think it's a pretty serious film. No, it is with Tilda Swinton as Tilda a mother. Swinton. Yeah, dude. What do you think? Fucking Thor, Thor Birch? Birch from fucking Andre the Seal. You fucking jackass. Do you think that that ended everything? No, it didn't end anything. But just it didn't end anything. But we can't hear what's going on. Yeah. Uh, Can you plug me in, bro? Yeah, you're plugged in, dude. I really. I'll try to be more uh, conscientious. <laughs> please, John. please. I know that it upsets you. All right. Uh, Lynn Ramsey is the, gets the closest. From my research, she gets the closest to making this movie. Uh, she makes We Need to Talk About Kevin, which I think is a Tilda Swinton. Yeah, it is Tilda Swinton, not, uh, not Thor Birch. No, not Thor Birch. I mean, that part has probably been edited out, I hope, but you know you know how I do. You don't edit anything ever. I uh, think we should do a smash cut of all the times you have threatened to edit stuff. I can't imagine anybody wants to listen to that. I can't. I can't imagine editing yeah. that, to be honest with you. All right, I got it. Uh, and uh, she made a movie in 2018, which is very good, called You Were Never Really Here with Joaquin Phoenix. And he goes around and just fucking oh, that's beats the, the fuck yeah. out of pedophiles with a fucking long. hammer. Good stuff, though, Good right? shit. Uh, but. Love joking. Enter a gentleman by the name of Peter Jackson, who read the book, fell in love with it. And, I didn't uh, realize that this was a Peter Jackson film. Yo, this is a Peter Jackson joint. The Hobbit dude. Yeah. The, so the Lord of the Rings. Did Lord, he do the Hobbit films? Yeah, he did. Was, right? He makes, he goes, this is the order of his uh, filmography. He makes uh, He makes a bunch of movies beforehand. King Kong? No, the King Kong comes after. That's right before this. So he does the three Lord of the Rings movies. Peter Jackson, you know what? Let's. I just want to look at his movies real quick because... Everybody knows the fucking Hobbit movies and the Lord of the Rings, but he made shit before that, and I am blanking on it. He makes Meet the, Meet the Feebles, which is like a dirty puppet movie, like the first one of those, where it's like puppets having sex and fucking doing heroin and stuff like that. yada dee yada do. Here we go. What is that? Is that 90s? Meet the Feebles? 89, he makes that. And that was my roommate in college, Sean George. That was his favorite fucking movie. He loved Meet the Feebles. Uh, Heavenly Creatures is probably his big like uh, crossover thing with Kate Winslet and uh, nope, that's yeah, Kate Winslet. Uh, the Frighteners, that's what it's called. He makes the Frighteners with is Michael J. Hotel? Fox. Is that a hotel, a haunted hotel or something? Right? Something like that. Um, 
Michael J. Fox is in that, and uh, oh boy, nobody else. The world misses Michael J. Fox, I think. He's kind of making a comeback from what I'm hearing. Uh, No, I think he never really, well, I mean, it's hard to do. He's got a a debilitating illness that he's trying to overcome. But So in 2001, he makes The Fellowship of the Ring. 2002, makes The Two Towers. 2003, Return of the King. He gets Best Director. He gets Best Picture for that movie. Follows that up, he makes the King Kong film with uh, Naomi Watts, Jack Black, Adrian Brody. I've never seen that. Uh, I I don't saw it. Give a shit about King Kong. King Kong ain't got shit on me. Next movie he makes takes four years between King Kong and the Lovely Bones. Oh, this was immediately. Oh, I guess not. Neither neither King Kong nor the Lovely Bones are are huge hits, and then he immediately goes back and makes three fucking Hobbit movies, which are each three hours long and are so fucking boring. And then he doesn't make he another movie. He didn't. Ah, uh, those weren't. Were those critically acclaimed? Uh, I don't know if you could say critically acclaimed. They were successful. Did he? They make money. Did they win any awards? No. No. Right. Uh, maybe some technical stuff, but I don't even think that. Then he makes, uh, the last thing he does is 2018. He does, they shall not grow the old, war, which is war, it's like a documentary yeah. that he like recolored and remastered. Uh, I've not seen it. My dad has it. I'm going to borrow it from him. I think, uh, it looks good. And then that's it, man. We haven't heard from Peter Jackson. What's he doing? That was 2018. That was 2018. He does that. He's a producer on stuff. He, you know, he does a lot of stuff like that. He's attached to a Tintin sequel, which is Tintin the dog. No, that's uh, that's Rin Tintin. Tintin is Steven Spielberg made an animated movie, uh, The Adventures of Tintin. I don't know, maybe like ten years ago. That's uh weird. Uh, I don't know. He's poised to do some shit. Uh, he seems like a great guy. He's just a big, friendly, fat man with shorts. He's a New a lot. Zealander, right? He's is a he New Zealander. Zealander. He's a New Zealander. That is true, right? I'm not just casting aspersions. No, no, no. No aspersions. Um, so Peter Jackson gets involved. He makes The Lovely Bones. Um, so this was after... So the... the he makes the lovely bones. He so the, the, this had been optioned by the BBC, and they then so they lost it, and then that lady almost did it, and she then lost she it. she almost did it. Well, then Peter Jackson comes in, and Peter Jackson's a much bigger director than Lynn Ramsey. So, but uh, who who owned the rights to the movie? I don't know, you know? at that point. But Peter Jackson is, is comes this in. Just too uh, too inside baseball. I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to figure out who signed off on it. Sean, Lynn Ramsey is going to make a movie with none of the afterlife stuff. Well, that doesn't. That's not the story, though, right? Or is is none of that in the book? Uh, it's in the book, but she didn't like that part of the book, so she was gonna uh, make it just a straight. No, it was all gonna murder. be. It was all gonna be in the dad's head. It was all gonna be kind of fantasy from the perspective of the dad. It's not gonna necessarily be an actual ghost that's kind of all right overseeing the movie. Peter Jackson takes it a lot more literally and makes like a straight adaptation of the book. Now, here's where it gets interesting. Rachel Weiss uh, signs on. You know her from The Mummy. Yes. Other movies. Susan Sarandon, Stanley Tucci, all the people in the cast. Mark Wahlberg does not enter the picture until, until, Bill, the day before 
shooting starts. Oh, really? He's the last fucking element of this film. Is that, did they have someone attached that dropped out, or? They didn't, not only did they have somebody attached, they had somebody ready to go that drops out a week before they start filming, uh, and his name is Ryan Gosling. <laughs> oh, really? Very different movie if Ryan Gosling's yeah. in this. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Gosling was 26 at the time. He thought he was... Um, what year was this? It comes out 2009, so they probably filmed the eight. So uh, how old was Wahlberg when he shot this, you know? Uh, he's probably, he's closer. He's in his 30s. I mean, Wahlberg's in his 50s now. Um, but Ryan Gosling thinks he's too young. He So he puts on a ton of weight, and he thinks that's going to be a way to age himself up. Yeah, yeah. And he's such a method actor. He's so handsome. Um, such a handsome fella. Come he, on. He, no, Gosling, I, no on. argument. No good fucking argument. Fella. Yeah, hi, Ryan, if you're listening. I also think he's a good actor. He's a great actor. Um, but he, you know, he was he's was worried that he wasn't gonna be able to do the part and he backs out of the film. Uh Wahlberg he was, was always twenty six. He's twenty six. That was uh that was Paul Thomas Anderson was that old when he made Boogie Nights. <laughs> Sure. So I think Ryan Gosling probably could have. He could have done it. Played the pot. Sure. Um, but a little makeup on. You get some hair prosthetics. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty-six uh, year old. Twenty-six. Ryan Gosling. Doesn't want to do the movie. He backs out. We're bringing so, Wahlberg. Uh, Wahlberg is, is making. She's fourteen. Susie Salmon was fourteen when she was murdered. So yeah, the age wouldn't. Uh, Wahlberg was just wrapped. Invincible, I think. All right. The uh, the Philadelphia Eagles uh, football movie. Yep. And he just rolls on, makes the lovely bones. So barely a fucking Marchy March film in my estimation. But uh, he's uh, good in this. I mean, we could have all... I guess there were a couple others we could have done. We were supposed to do... Uh, don't we talk about movies that we watched up front? We fucked this up. Yeah, I mean it's we're we're it's kind of late to go back to that now. Oh, fuck. Redo. Uh, nope. We're gonna go right, Ed. We're Remix. gonna talk about the lovely bones. So let's do this thing. Uh, this is Mark Wahlberg, Rachel Weisz, Susan Sarandon, Stanley Tucci, Michael Imperioli, and uh, the great Saoirse Ronan. There are other people also. I'm not gonna read the whole thing, but those are the main ones. Saoirse Ronan really is great. She is. Uh, Hands down, the best part of this movie. Yeah. Um. So this thing kicks off with a uh, flashback to a snow globe, and uh, the voiceover from uh, Saoirse Ronan, uh, and how she's worried about the snow globe. Um. And then we get our first glimpse of mellow, fucking pastel Mark Wahlberg. I don't know if he had played. A part like this up till this point in his filmography, he's always kind of been like a fucking street tough or, yeah. you know, like a working class guy. This is way more domestic than we're used to from Mr. Wahlberg. Uh, and it's kind of jarring when he first comes into the movie and he's just like, oh, Susie, you don't have to worry about the snow globe. Snow globe's going to be fine, Susie. Don't worry about it. You're beautiful. Yeah, it kind of sounds like he's mocking her. <laughs> you're my greatest kid. Yeah. No, you're the only Say kid that I like to your mother about. for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> he can't not help but have that fucking energy yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, 
And it's after this movie that he starts like making the comedies and stuff. The other guys is dude. Uh, so I one just of the watched movies. the other guys again today. Yeah, I got in a fight with uh, uh, not a fight, a disagreement with uh, a friend of ours who said the other guys is not good, and I I said it is. It is. It's a very shitty it's, fight. Yeah, it's. I mean, I guess there's worse fights to get in. Yeah, I also Did I, you, was I didn't it have a physical altercation. Yeah, I had him in a headlock. Punches and was were thrown. I was giving him a noogie the whole time. Um, that seems wrong. That was not great. I watched uh, that Instant Family last. Uh, me and Nicole watched it last night. Very yeah. fun movie. Charming though. film. It was really good. It really was, right? I was surprised. A uh, little edgier. It's it's a weird movie that it doesn't. It seems like it's not. Uh, you couldn't show that to a family. Yeah. Because at some point, uh, uh, fuck is her name? The girl's taking the selfies, and the no, dude no, no, no. Who's his wife? God damn it, Rose Byrne. Yeah, Rose Byrne sitting at the table with her whole family. Tom Segura, the stand-up comedians there, and yeah, uh, and she goes, "We're gonna have a shit, a shit wad of oh, <laughs> we're gonna have a shit wad of kids, and anybody who doesn't like it can yeah. fuck off." Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Well, this is not what I dude, thought it was gonna she be." She is very funny in it. Yeah, she uh, is. Wahlberg's a, great in it, though. It's. Re- I thought it was. Uh, I was genuinely surprised love, at how much. I love when he plays that kind of role. Like the. Uh, it's fucking funny. It was good. He's just got fucking kind of manic energy. Where he's just like, yeah, no, it's gonna be great. We're gonna yeah. have a fucking <laughs> bunch of kids. It'll be fucking wonderful. Yeah, we fucking want this. It's gonna be great. <laughs> and the the uh, the boy keeps hurting himself, dude. Uh, it's just fucking. It's, yeah, it was good. It was it's good. way better. Like, it's way better than uh, I thought it could ever be. I can't recommend Instant yeah, Family enough. Right? I really enjoyed it. I never listen, brother. I never would have watched it unless you had said, "Hey, I give it the Sean Sullivan seal of approval." Look, I would never have and watched Nicole it. Nicole actually said, "Well, holy shit!" I said, "Hey, Sean said it's good," and she's like, "Well, he yeah, fuck this shit." I'm, she's like, "That I think does I'm over not. Two. That does not. No, you. Yeah, you were over two. You're now are you guys gonna three now? Are you gonna rush out and foster a family of kids? Uh we have cats. Okay, and uh, that's gonna yeah, really yeah. fuck up the uh, approval process. We have uh, already put in the application to visit other cats. I don't get tired for foster kids, bro. And it's I don't say that to be crass or to be mean, but as an orphan, I feel I can say that. Yeah. That's fair. Nobody came for me, bro. That's true. Yeah, nobody, nobody did come came for and you. rescued me. Yeah. Except for my wife. And also I, I mean you so much. Your dad was alive so until much. you were twenty five. Yeah, like a legal know? adult male. Yeah. So really. I mean, there, look. Obviously, there is guidance and and I love mean, and I support. Think he probably he could, could give you just still, said but a legal adult. I didn't. I don't think he had to point out male. <laughs> I'm not. I can't, nope. I'm not getting this show canceled because of uh. No, nah, I'm just poor saying. jokes. Um, but you were male. Confirm or deny? I, I, you I, don't, I was. I don't go to presume your pronouns, but thank you. Um, but you can. Uh, fucking shit. So he just rolled in that day, the day before. They said, Mark Wahlberg, you want to be a dad? As far as I know. He and, said, fuck yeah, I want to be a dad. And he was like, he goes, you know, I got. Uh, oh, yeah, I'll be a dad all day long. Yeah, I'll be a fucking dad. Yeah, I don't even care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'll be a dad. Yeah, give me the fucking script. I'll read the script. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, lovely bones. Yeah, I love bones. 
I've loved bones ever since I was a kid. Oh, all day long. Dude, don't even fucking tell me I don't love bones. I love bones. Who the fuck are you telling me I don't love bones? I love bones. I think you got the pot, Mark. Yeah. Oh, yeah, look at these bones. They're fucking lovely. <laughs> I never saw lovelier bones in my whole life. Oh, those bones. Dude, this is fucking great. I love bones. Look at you. You're like a little weird Irish girl. That's great. What's your name? Sersha? What the fuck is that? Love it. No, I'm not mad. Who says I'm mad? <laughs> I'm not mad at you. All right. That's Mark. My, that's my favorite that's my favorite part of the, the fucking <laughs> Southie Psycho accent. That's what I call that. Is the uh Who's mad? I I'm not mad. Do, do I sound mad? It's like, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, everything you say sounds like yeah, has a, a, little, has uh, like a tinge aggressive. of menace to it. It's a little aggressive. This is the best fucking sub I ever had. <laughs> what are you what? what? Why dude, I'm sorry, I didn't mean No, I mean it. No, it's great. It's a great sub. All right, everything you say sounds a little bit sarcastic and like you're going to punch me in the throat. I wouldn't punch you in the throat. Why do you think that? You're insane. Anyway, it's a lovely bones. So I read the, lovely. Yeah, I saw this book at the airport. I'm going to get it at the library. Uh, yeah, so we start the movie at Little Girl, and she obviously has a connection with her dad. Uh, and then the next like thing we see is... Mark uh, Wahlberg and Rachel we, Weisz. We're, we're in the 70s, right? We're set in the 70s. We're in the 70s, baby. Free love. No. Oh. Jimmy Carter. Vietnam. Yeah, yeah. Ga- ga- uh, gas shortages. Ga- the Iran Contra. Yeah. The Olympics. Disco. Yeah. Bicentennial. The Bicentennial. <laughs> um. Well, anyway, we see this little girl, and then we see Mark and uh, and Rachel Vice just boning, and then twelve years lovely later, lovely boning. We do a jump. Twelve years later, they are not boning. They are, they have uh, what do they got? Three kids? Is there a boy or is it they just have, the two girls? Uh, two girls and, and a they boy. The son. Yeah. yeah, they got th- so they got three. He's kids. The youngest. The boy's the youngest. You know, they're overwhelmed. Uh. In you know, in the past, the mom was reading Albert Camus, and now she's reading cookbooks. Uh, it was just it was Ladybirds. Uh, I'll be honest with you guys. Uh, I have a tough time with the name Sersha. Uh, no, I'm actually doing pretty good with it. It sounds good. I, I'm not sure if that's how you say it, but hey, you I have, know me, dude. I, I say think everything that is wrong. how you say it. I think it is Sersha. I'll, ta- I'll trust you. Uh, some of these kind of Gaelic-y based names like Sersha and uh, Siobhan. Siobhan, dude, my uh, my good buddy and uh, and uh, comedy uh, mentor Dave Walsh, he has a daughter. His youngest daughter is named Siobhan. Yeah, and I have the if I see it written out, it, I'm out. Shioban, dude. I I don't know what the fuck it, this name is, but if I'm there and somebody goes, oh Siobhan, I go, oh yes, Siobhan. I can just keep that in my head, but as soon as I see the S I O B H A N, I'm like, ah, this is that's a tough name. But Sersha, the Sarosa, when Lady Bird came out and she got nominated for Best Actress, I was like, yeah, I hear this, uh, Sao Sayoris, Sayoris, Sayoris. So it's Sersha, Sersha Ronan, like Cersei from uh, No Sersha, Sersha. I think Sersha. And if we're wrong, uh, most of my notes I refer to her as LB or Ladybird. So that's not great. Nah, I mean, if you say Ladybird, yeah. If, uh, just so you if guys you know, say LB, I might think you're talking about Lyndon Bias. But if you say Ladybird, fair, 
Fair. I'll say Lady Bird. Uh, she's got but a camera. You cam- could also say Saoirse Ronan. Uh, she's got a camera. She got a camera for her birthday. She's a weirdo. Or you could say Susie Salmon. Uh, there's a sinkhole at the Connors farm. Dude, the fucking sinkhole, dude. Yeah. I don't, what it, a 70s thing. Is we that, just throw all our fucking trash into a hole in the earth. That really is what they did. Yeah. Well, uh, the, I mean. Because they're kicking a fridge in at the beginning. Yeah. And it's, a, I mean, we, I, I remember going to the dump when I was a kid and like just tossing your shit. I mean, it wasn't a sinkhole, but it was a. I mean, they still do that. You know, when you put your barrel out on the side of the road. Yeah. Well, they have transfer stations now. Where yeah, but they it's go still to act- bringing it to a fucking, the dump, basically. Yeah. No, they bring still it to a transfer station now where it gets dumped into like a fucking location where it gets fucking pushed into shit. Yeah, but it's still. You used to go to the fucking hang them dump and yeah, toss just shit, shit into shit a in fucking, fucking thing. Yeah. And uh, it would sit there and seagulls and fucking. Uh, they still have that. Uh, I don't think they do. No, because we. Uh, my wife's grandmother lives in Situate, and uh, they have a dump where it's just basically you just fucking chuck stuff in a pile. Um, I don't think they have a transfer station like uh, we have. Transfer in, uh, station now. We have a transfer station, and uh, they cleaned up the Situate dump and put in Widow's Walk Golf Course. Oh, they did. Yeah. Look at you. Years ago, dude. Uh, where they put that fucking? Where they put the trash? They still. Well, they have the Situate transfer station. And they just pushed it into the fucking ocean. It's uh, it's. Oh, that's a uh, hull. They put it in hull. The town of Hall. Oh, roasted! Yeah, just dropped this off in Germantown in Quincy. Pagabos, I guess, I guess. Um, that was my uh. uh she, she tells the story. Right. If you don't want to hear who that was, who was it? I don't. I don't. Bagage. Oh. <laughs> who was it? Oh. No, who was it? Who was it? Whoa. No, no, no I'm, I'm fucking. Unbelievable. I'm, I'm waited on. Beta. I can't even like. Oh my god. All right. Uh, she tells a story about the worst thing that ever happened to the family when the little brother swallows a twig, and yeah, then she's pretty bad. She fucking hops in the car and she steals the parents' car to go to the hospital. She's good, fucking good, big sister, dude. Uh, but she saved the kid. Yep, gets it done. Uh, and then uh, Susan Sarandon, who is smoking in the hospital, and like she, as she's as and she's fucking smoking hot. By, she Let's be honest by... with you. She drives by uh, her parents. Her parents, and, and they're, they're like, just like, hey, Marcia, what do you think? Dude, I think that might be a car. Hey, I mean, it is a very distinctive Mustang, right? Was dude, why did we leave the kids at home alone by themselves? Oh, my God. We shouldn't have done that. It's the 70s. We should be more responsible. Nobody was responsible back then. Um, They're all going to the sinkhole to throw their shit in. Yeah. Well, anyway, the grandmother predicts that Ladybird's going to live a long life because she saved her brother. But then we get the narration of that she was murdered. She was 14. Yeah. What the fuck, Nana? Uh, so then it's like that's the first reveal that the narrator of this movie is dead. Uh, we don't know that right out of the gate. Uh, they go to a mall. There's like a fucking mall fashion show. Uh, Wahlberg and his and the son, they get super excited about the trains. So, you know, I'm fucking down with these guys. You're a big train guy. Dude, I fucking love trains. Can't schedules. get enough. Uh, Lady Bird's distracted by a boy that she sees, and her horny grandmother uh, just like it's always. Ooh, it's always boys ooh, that distract ooh. them, you know. Uh, but always... Susan Sarandon's just like, nah, go over there and fucking have fun. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. like, Give him a little body. smooch. And she's like, I'm 14, and he's a senior. It's like, all right, grandma, you should intervene. That's yeah, grandma. Fucking. She's a freshman. He's a senior. That's an inappropriate relationship. Grandma, there's a reason we didn't invite you here before. 
and it's this. Uh, and then immediately the mystery of this film is solved. Uh, she was murdered by Stanley uh, Tucci, who builds dollhouses. Uh, and he's time, got two-time balcony boy Stanley Tucci. We love Stanley uh, Tucci in with, this. Uh, we love him. With uh, we stand we stand a Tucci spotlight. He's got all the classic signs of a child murderer. Oh, the mustache! Uh, very bad hair. The mustache. Uh, very ugly glasses, and he builds dollhouses. Somebody's building dollhouses. They kill kids. But the mustache. That's, well, it's the 70s. Everybody had shitty mustaches. Yeah, right. You have the same mustache as I Stanley know, Tucci. But I'm not killing anybody. Because you don't have bad hair and you don't have shitty glasses. I got not good and hair. Not a, yeah, I don't see any. Are you building any doll? I'm looking around. I don't see oh, a little tiny workshop where you're working on miniature furniture for your dollhouse. There is a dollhouse downstairs, but it was all bought at a store. It's all bought niece. at the store. And also, there's a, and it's your niece's dollhouse. Yeah, give me a He's break. a man that lives alone by himself and builds dollhouses. Uh, that's pretty creepy. Yeah, he's a fucking kid murderer. It's um, creepy. You shouldn't murder kids. But you know what? We can't just judge a man because of his... Uh, you can, but his, murdering kids? His uh, For his predilection of kid murder? Well, and then the, the next scene, we see that Mark Wahlberg, he's also a hobby scale scale modeler. He makes ships and bottles, but he yeah, doesn't have... He, he doesn't could, have. He could be a killer. He doesn't have glasses, and he's got great hair. He could be a killer. Yeah, no, I mean, I didn't kill the guy. He can't see anymore. I cut off his fingers, and I put him in a bottle. He's blinded. He's doing the... Bo- I can't... You you handle the Wahlberg. I can't do the Mark Wahlberg. I'll do the Wahlberg. I can't do the Boston accent. Uh, and again, Confuses I just... Me. I need to remind you all that uh, it is very difficult to root for the man named Mark Wahlberg uh, because of the time he blinded a Vietnamese man. I... Uh, that was, it was one time. <laughs> one time. One time. And it was one Vietnamese man. Uh, they Seriously, so, not, not a good thing. They are... Uh, they... Um, they build ships and bottles together. That's the Mark and Saoirse Ronan thing they do. Uh, we see Tucci's digging in a cornfield. A lot of the stuff. We're just trying to get to the death of this kid as fast as we can. Uh, in this movie, which uh, I'll go on on the record and say, uh, just out of the gate, this movie is way too fucking long. Yeah, it's very long. Um, it it's one of those movies that at one point you're like, all right, it should end now, and oh, it does fuck, not. Twenty five more minutes. Yeah, it does not. Well, that's a trick because uh, we'll talk about that again. Right. Susie uh, used all the film they gave her for her birthday, and her parents are mad. But here's the thing: parents get mad about that. We got my daughter. Uh, Polaroid put out like a little, yeah, like, the new one, dude. Little, and now the film's like fucking. It's ridiculous. But. Uh, we gave we got her we got her the camera and we got her a little case to hold the camera and stuff and we got her some film and yeah she went through that shit in like an hour yeah kids are fucking stupid they take yeah. pictures of she got I, got I like have more twelve of them on the fridge there and my niece just yeah. like dumb not not dumb she's a beautiful child my daughter's taking pictures of her stupid Hatchimals like little fucking like half inch tall yeah. little yeah. statues of Bert it's like <laughs> yeah. what the fuck <laughs> what don't are you take doing? pictures of this at least take a picture of the dog that's gonna be dead so you'll have a memory it gives oh, a shit about this fucking stupid ass toy I hope toy. the dog gets better no the, I mean the dog's not she's got is she doing good this fucking dog won't die I miss her she's so we old we used to hang out at game night yeah cause you were well we don't have game night anymore but I you know. were so you excited because that, she's the... hypoallergenic and you could touch her yeah but then you had that rabbit that Killed me almost. Yeah, and then that rabbit uh, killed itself. Did I it uh, actually kill itself, or was it murdered by a friend of the family? We'll talk off. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't. Was not murdered by a friend of the family. Stanley Tucci got it in the fucking. Oh, uh, Stanley. 
Uh, yeah, she's taking pictures of herself. She's her. She takes a picture of her fat neighbor exercising. Or is that her sister? No, it's not her sister. Her her sister is uh, Rose something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We see her sister running. Not Rose Burns. No, no, no. She was an instant family. She's uh, this. Yeah, the sister's on some uh, CW. Oh, she's on iZombie or some shit like that. Um. Rose McIver. And she takes a bunch of pictures of her parents looking at uh, Stanley Tucci's roses. His border uh, roses. Um, and Stanley Tucci, because she's riding in a circle in the street taking pictures on her bike, and Stanley Tucci notices Dude, her. You're a big, big fan of this riding around on your bike in the 70s in the suburbs. Yeah, I mean, I'm a Loved fan of it. Yeah, you could still ride your bike around now. No, you can't. Nowadays? Yeah, I mean, you, you got to be careful. You got to wear a helmet and stuff, but you can Not do it. Not just a helmet, dude. You got to register no, with the police, nope. and they got to know that you're on the street. You don't have to do that. And you got to go and tell all of your neighbors that you're going to be there and what you've done and why that you're moving into the neighborhood. Um, Saoirse Ronan's at school. She's she's part of some film club, with, uh, and she's friends with this older girl. Um. Uh, and then her crush comes by, this fucking uh, crush kid. She's talking to this her crush about the, uh, you know, blackface Lawrence Olivier as Othello, and I don't, I don't, I don't know what the fuck any of this shit was about. None of it. Uh, but g- uh, guess what? Uh, they're interrupted by Ruth Connors. She's having a fight with the principal. Ruth Connors, we meet earlier. Saoirse Ronan goes, she's the weird girl in town. Um, uh, because she drew, drew she uh. In art class, she drew breasts on her model drawing. And uh, the principal that comes out. Lovely breasts. The principal. The lovely breasts. The principal, Bill. You're going to like this. Uh, I, know, the, I know it. It's, it's Tom McCarthy. Tom McCarthy, Academy Award yeah, winning screenwriter Spotlight. of Spotlight and director. Did he have something to do with this? Uh, or no. Or is he just in it as an actor? I mean, he is. he has a... He's in season five of The Wire as well. Like yeah. he is an actor. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I saw him and I go, "Oh shit, Tom McCarthy." Uh, Susie walks home through the cornfield, uh, and uh, her crush, uh, this kid, gave her uh, Roy his phone. Fo- yeah, Roy gave her the phone number, and the wind takes it, and uh, Stanley Tucci's just there and oh, catches it, fucking. and then he's uh, oh. no, he doesn't catch it. It goes by him. He tries to catch it. And he's like, "Whoa." Oh. Hope it wasn't your homework. He's got a real Pennywise accent going Dude, on. It's, you know, I, it's oh. it's odd that you bring up Pennywise because I was going to say this fucking thing that he builds in the ground reminds me of that. Oh, the, that uh, they build in the Barrens. Yeah, more than the fucking whatever they had in it. Part two did. Uh, I think this would have been pretty good for that. Well, anyway, he. Let's not belabor the point, and let's not dwell on what happens. But he takes her down yeah. into this underground yeah. cavern that he's built for the kids in the neighborhood. Gives he sells her this fucking thing. No, he's got, that he says he built for the kids. In the he's got sodas down there and comic books and all the fucking fun stuff a kid would love. And then he murders her. Oh, it's getting hot. Um, but it becomes this like super claustrophobic scene, right? Yeah. Um, of her, she can't escape Tucci. Uh, and then, uh, you know, the sound drops out and then I, my note just says Lady Bird is good at acting. Yeah, she's so good. Even as a child, man. So good. She tries to escape and she gets out and she's running home and she runs past Ruth Connors who like looks at her like, but she doesn't look back. Uh, her mom and dad are like, 
uh, very upset because uh, she never came home that night. And yeah. they call the police. Uh, Wahlberg goes out looking for her, and she's running through the town, and the town seems abandoned. Um, and then, uh-oh, here comes Christopher. Christopher. Christopher, Detective Soprano. Christopher Maltesanti. Michael Imperioli. Do you mind if I ask you a couple questions? Enters the film. Uh, Susie sees her dad. She calls out to him, but he can't see her because uh, she's a spooky ghost. Oh, is it? Is it uh, she's dead. Is it Boo, is it Boo England, England again? Boo England in March. Uh, she walks through her house and then she pops right into the fucking afterlife. Yeah, so she never actually came out of that. No, dude, she died. She goes into yeah. her own house as a ghost and then she opens another door and she's in... Stanley Tucci is in this disgusting tub. Oh, dude. And he's fucking got this fucking face cloth over his face, and it's fucking nasty and covered in mud and blood. Uh, And then she sees her bracelet on his sink, and she realizes she's dead, and she gets, like, sucked away, just, like, gone. Um, So the the Michael Imperioli is the lead detective. He he finds uh, her hat in the cornfield... And they find the remains of an underground structure. Tucci's already kind of destroyed it. And they find blood everywhere. And the parents, you know, start uh, grieving. And uh, this is I a mean, fu- it's sad. This is a movie that we had to watch. Yeah. Uh, it's rough shit. I hate dead kid movies. Yeah. I think we've talked about this in the past. Um, yeah, I don't know why. I still picked it, though. Tucci starts destroying all the evidence. And the police come by to uh, question them. And there's this fucking... Uh, is this one? Yeah. These shots that I fucking hated, they suck so hard of the detectives checking out his dollhouse and they're like looking yeah, at each other through the fucking windows. Yeah. And this is, he has the bracelet hanging on the top of one of the dollhouse. Yeah. And he's trying to get that shit and hide it. Uh, Peter Jackson gets a little too, he's almost too creative with some of the shots that he takes in this movie, I think. Where it's like this could have just been done simply, but he makes and when that also he makes well, like interesting choices that I just don't think work. When they're doing that, looking through the dollhouse windows, and he says, "What's that under the stairs?" Well, that's the basement, which is you know. Yeah, it's just later on. It's it's foreshadowing is what we call it in um, the film industry. And then now we get the movie goes into fucking hyper weird mode. Because Susie is in the afterlife now, and it looks like a fucking Thomas Kincaid painting. Yeah, right? Um, and she's running towards this gazebo, and she can never get there. Um, and the scenery keeps changing. The yeah. Seasons. And, and it's back, like, backdrops. it's very surreal, and it's beautiful. It looks fucking amazing. Yeah, it looks really good. Um, I think it's probably, over the course of the film, a little too much of this shit. Maybe because it's just like okay, we get it. You're very stylish and you have good art direction. I, know, I think I think it uh, comes off pretty good. Um. Uh. Yeah. So she, um, Tucci has a charm. He gets rid of the bracelet, throws it in a river, and she immediately like sinks back into her house. And it's a little gazebo in the woods, and it's just all this stuff. Uh, she meets up with her the her crush. She sees her crush at the mall. Um, but then fucking Ruth Connors, the weird girl, shows from up because he found she found the note from the sinkhole. She lives at the house next to this at the sinkhole. I think, and next yeah, to I think the it's sinkhole. the sinkhole at her parents' farm. 
Uh, and then we meet Holly Golightly, who, uh, Holly Golightly, I think is a James Bond. I think it's, isn't that Breakfast at Tiffany's? Holly Golightly? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, you might be right. I think it is. Um, I was thinking of Holly, <laughs> Holly Goodhead. Uh, Galoa. What? Yeah, Holly Golightly is from Breakfast at Tiffany's. I've never seen Breakfast at Tiffany's. And I said, what about Breakfast at Tiffany's? Which Sean said, I have never seen it. And I said, what if we watch it right now? And Sean said, Bill, I have to go home. Yeah, we're in the middle of a podcast. We're not going to watch Breakfast at Tiffany's right now. Holly Goodhead is uh, the Bond girl from Moonraker. Oh, Moonraker. Remember, Jaws is my favorite film. Um... (laughs) Uh yeah, so th- they're not in heaven. They're in purgatory. They're in purgatory, like. or some type of purgatory. Uh, I think this movie very smartly uh does not put any religion on any of this shit. There's no it doesn't, discussion right? of God. There's no specific um Catholicism or any kind of uh uh obvious religious uh belief to anything it's just kind of this afterlife yeah and it's kind of talked about broadly so that anybody could apply their own shit to this stuff uh Wahlberg starts trying to get asses in the seats bro um Wahlberg starts smashing all the ships in the bottles that um he's upset and then he lights a candle in uh Susie's window that uh is on all the time I I guess I don't know uh and you know, they start reconnecting somehow because he thinks he can see her reflection in the window. It's uh, fucking weird. Um, and then there's this, like, speaking of James Bond. I mean, when he thinks he can see her reflection, she's also looking at him from. Right. From wherever the fuck she yeah. is. Uh, and then her and Holly Golightly have this, like, James Bond opening credits sequence. Like fantasy where they're running through all these different worlds. Yeah. And it's it's just weird. Like they're just like kids and they keep like creating new environments to play in and Yeah. I mean it's a you know, it's you're just trying to get through the day in the afterlife. Uh we got a Peter Jackson cameo as the guy at the camera store. Uh when Jack uh Mark Wahlberg goes to bring uh they made a deal earlier in the movie that they're going to develop one roll of film a month. Oh, yeah. I didn't even uh, realize Peter Jackson was in there. Yeah, he's just standing there looking at a camera. little Hitchcock nod. Uh, the mom says do them all, but uh, Mark wants to dole them out because he wants to keep his daughter's memory alive forever. I get that. And he starts doing his own detective work, and he starts bothering the detectives. Yeah, I'm going to start doing my own detective work. Yeah, you know, you should be really looking at this guy because he's fucking weird. He's got like a weird yeah, limp. Yeah, I go check him out? And then, Would that be and then, all right? And then Christopher Maltesanti is just like, Tone, Tone, you can't. Yeah. That's not, that's fucking Polly <laughs> yeah, Hey, Tone, what's up? Hey, Tone, you ever caught out of this Baja Fresh? <laughs> uh, it's not a podcast without a Sopranos riff. Uh, he thinks it's somebody that she knew. And the detectives are like, we don't give a shit anymore. It's really bizarre. Yeah, we've moved on to other things. Yeah. Uh, well, is it okay if I go over and check it out? Bill, see if you'll agree with me on this one. I got. I agree with you I got, on this. Okay, one. Well, I think you won't. But okay, I have a hot take. I think Michael Imperioli should have played the dad 
and Mark Wahlberg should have played oh, the cop. That would have been pretty good. Because I think... I mean, yeah, Mike, I wonder, Michael Imperioli that... is good as the cop. I mean, he's he's a good actor. I think he he doesn't he hasn't had the post Sopranos career that I think he deserves because I think he's very good. I think he's a very good actor. Uh, but I whenever think, I see him in something, I'm always like, ah, Christopher Moltisanti. Wahlberg. I think Ryan Gosling was onto something. I think this dad needs to be older, and I feel like Wahlberg is a little too young still. Or he's got like he's Wahlberg has this. He's he's had it since Boogie Nights. He's got it in the movie that we'll talk about next week. He's got this like big dick energy. No, no, it's like he's it got Boogie this Nights, like uh, riff. fucking uh, uh, permanent adolescence. Like he's just always feels like he he's always trying to get his GED. Like he's just <laughs> he's always got like fucking like dumb high school kid that's like just trying to make good energy. Yeah. And I feel like Michael Imperioli is a little darker. He would have handled the grief a little better. And I think Wahlberg could have been a fucking cop. I also think they wouldn't have cut, apparently in the book and probably in the original script, Rachel Weiss, the mom, and Michael Imperioli uh, have an affair. Oh, really? The mom and the detective have an affair. And that's part of when... She, we'll get oh, to, is that when she leaves? Yeah, we'll get to that because that shit sucks. Yeah, that's it's weird in the movie. Here comes one of the worst things ever committed to film. Uh, Wahlberg goes to uh, Michael Imperioli, the detective, and the detective's like, you got to take care of your family. You got to take care of your wife. She's spiraling. She needs help. You know, you're focused on this. Let us do our job. And so Wahlberg interprets that as, let me invite my mother-in-law to move in. Yeah. And then there is this fucking never-ending montage of Susan Sarandon being a bad grandma that sucks so hard. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the fucking film. She's just like... It's just a way to interject her into it. She's just... She's just... It's just her, like, fucking smoking with, like, giant ash on every cigarette. Yeah. And it's like... like putting the fire truck uh, basket under it. Right. And And she's like, whoa, grandma can't use the washing machine. Now we've got too much bubbles. (laughs) It's like, what the fuck is this shit? This is a movie uh, about fucking child murder, and we got this fucking Three Stooges montage with Susan Sarandon. It's a very 70s thing to overflow the washing machine. Um, But this movie is already so fucking long. We don't need this fucking bad grandma shit. Uh, Lindsay How the Young How was this? Was it over two hours? Yeah, dude And it felt every I think it was like two and a half, I think It felt long, dude Um, I'm gonna get you the runtime. I'll get you I'll get you the hey, runtime. I can do that Oh, yeah, you wanna know how long two this hours movie 15. was? Two hours, fifteen Dude, fifteen whole fucking minutes of credits So, at a certain point, this movie ends, but then it doesn't end, and yeah. you're just like, you hit, I was I was watching it, and I hit it, go, how much fucking longer is this movie? I was like, 25 fucking minutes. It's really only 10 more minutes, and then it's like a full 15 minutes of credits. Do they run anything with the credits, or after the credits? <laughs> like fucking or outtakes, it... like, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine fucking vibration. bloopers? Uh, no, there's no bloopers for this. And no, it's because of all the digital effects and all that they stuff. They do the, uh... They play Soul Asylum's Runaway Train. Uh, uh, Lindsay, uh, the youngest sister, is out. She's running with the dog. She won't run without the dog now because she's worried, uh, you know, the way you would be now that you're concerned. Yeah, once now that you've lost a child. Uh, the dog won't stop barking at Stanley Tucci. 
Um, and then there's a sequence of Lady Bird remembering how she died and looking in on Stanley Tucci. Yeah. Um, you know, and she sees him watching, you know, these young lovers in a cornfield and like, it's just, it's, I don't know. It's fucking creepy. I didn't like that part. The mom brings the detective a picture of the son drew of him. And, uh, that's where I think the affair would have started, but they cut that shit out completely. It's just weird. Uh, and then the mom just fucking starts, uh, the mother-in-law thinks that the mom just needs to drink. She's like, you're stressed. You need to get fucked up. And the mom just fucking leaves to work on an orchard in California. Yeah, she just takes off. Like, hey, fuck off. I'm out of here. You got two other kids. Yeah, what the fuck's going on? What are you? What about you two other kids? One of the most, it, it's just, it doesn't pay off. Uh, it well, it does pay off in a now, way that sucks. Now, see, knowing that they cut out the affair with uh, Michael Imperioli's character, yeah, it's like it was at the impetus for her to leave. In you know, and they just kept. You know, that in. I I have no reason to suspect that she doesn't leave in the book. I think she probably does leave in the book. No, uh-huh. but I'm saying is is because of the affair that she left, and they just kept in in the movie. They kept in her leaving. But I have no idea. I don't know if she, she in the movie. It just seems like she's overwhelmed by her mom staying with her. And I mean, it seems Mark like Wahlberg's amateur investigation. It seems like uh, Susan Sarandon would be very overwhelming. Be very overwhelming and so sexy. I um, please stop almost burning the house down. Constantly smoking in the house. I mean, you can smoke in the house because it's the 70s. Legally, I can't stop you at this point. That's true. Just don't burn it down. Um, <laughs> this made me laugh. Wal- uh, Wahlberg and uh, the young, uh, the younger sister, Lindsay, they're playing uh, the worst game of catch in the front oh, yeah, yard right? <laughs> where he throws the ball uh, and it misses her by a mile. And yeah, just rolls. I'll throw the ball to you. Yeah, I'll play catch. Yeah, okay. Hey, underhand, it's a softball. I'll play fucking catch all he day. throws it kid. 50 feet away from her. It rolls into Stanley Tucci's yard. We've already seen Stanley Tucci's making a scrapbook of her, you know, and he's kind of become fascinated and infatuated with uh, the other the sister. Girl. Yeah. Which is like gross. Uh, Mark Wahlberg brings the last roll of film. The last roll of film. And he sees a picture of Stanley Tucci. And click. And he's just like, oh, obviously it's him. The telltale signs were all there. Bad mustache, bad glasses, bad hair. Yeah. Bill's dollhouses. Uh, and then he Did you catches say Bill's dollhouses. Bill's dollhouses. Then he catches Stanley Tucci carrying a bunch of sticks. Uh, and he goes over Building to him. The blind. Yeah. And he's, and he's like, oh, okay. Uh, let me help you with that. Oh, what is this hunting? What are you, hunter? What are you here to hunt? Um, what is Susie keeps uh uh Ladybird keeps having visions of a safe. Uh Tucci's building a duck blind. Wahlberg is fucking super suspicious because all the roses are dead. Um and then Stanley Tucci's like, uh, I think it's time for you to go home, Mr. Salmon. Oh, okay. I'll go home. All right, I'm gonna go home. But I'm coming for you, motherfucker. What did you do? I know, based off of no evidence, that you killed my daughter. What did you do? What did you do? What did you do? Okay, Mr. Salmon. Uh, he breaks down his door, and then the police come, and they're like, dude, fucking knock it the fuck you off. You can't break down doors. I can't break down doors. You saw me do it. Uh, they go. Uh, he, he starts watching Tucci all the time. He takes a baseball bat, and uh, he sees Tucci going for a walk with a flashlight, grabs a baseball bat, 
and just fucking starts following him. And he follows him into a cornfield, and he follows him, and he follows him, and he follows him. And then he finds a girl accidentally, and then her boyfriend beats the fuck out of him. Yeah. Like, just like a fucking Vietnamese... Uh, like, nope. Tucci was just uh, going out there to watch him fuck and maybe kill them or something? I think he might have been working on his fucking death hole or whatever yeah. for the next girl. But they had said that he had started going out and watching him fuck. Yeah, and also, the, like, like... Young lovers. Dude, that's not the place to have sex in a cornfield? Why not, dude? I don't know. Seems fucking unsafe. Why have Seems sex anywhere? Have sex anywhere, whatever. No, kid, don't have sex, people. It's gross. Have sex anywhere. It's stupid. It's dumb. Fucking your parents' bed. No, don't do that. Um, All right, don't do it. So, I mean, I'm sure your parents would appreciate you not doing that. Hey, you've been fucking on our bed? Uh, Tucci knows that, because uh, he sees Wahlberg get his ass kicked. He knows Wahlberg's onto him. Uh, Wahlberg is now in the hospital. Susie is in the gazebo, and uh, she has like a, and the gazebo just fucking collapses. It's so pretty amazing that Wahlberg didn't die in that cornfield because that dude beat the fuck out of him. Yeah, and then they must have called the cops. And it's also like, well, Signore Tucci, why don't you just go kill him? You I love mean, to kill somebody people. Somebody must uh, call the cops, right? Yeah, I'm sure the girl there? was just like, hey, uh, there's a guy and he's <laughs> bleeding. And it wasn't my boyfriend that killed him. Uh, and then Susie, uh, as soon as she decides she's gonna let her dad go she meets all the previous victims and we get this yeah, montage so they're all tucci victims right yeah he's a serial killer and holly uh is one of them um and she sees tucci sitting staring at a safe where he put her body and he's getting ready for a new kill and he's stalking Lindsay. um mr harvey who what that's stanley tucci oh, george tucci. harvey yeah 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 uh, she sees her sister break into the house, uh, and her sister's going through the house and goes down to the basement. She kicks in the window. She climbs into the basement. She's going through the house trying to find stuff. And then when she's in the bedroom, she finds this impossible to find loose floorboard. Yeah. Like steps on it. It's just, just like, the, fuck off. Come on. In the perfect. Uh... Yeah. And then she does it right. And she gets it and she finds this scrapbook and all this stuff. And she's got all the evidence and she's just like, she won't leave. It's got fucking a lock of Susie's hair. Yeah, and and... right. Um, and there's this kind of like it's kind of like this is kind of look. I I didn't like this part. It's kind of generic thriller. Like he's in the house. Like how long is it gonna be till she gets caught? And it's just like yeah, and she's, she's like fucking turn... smarter than this. You she's idiot. like turning the pages and it's like. Yeah, and she's like, and she, he fucking, like, she's gonna, she's it. trying to replace the floorboard, and then he hears it, and it's like, yeah. oh no, and he runs, and it's like, come on, she falls out of the window, and she's just like, lands on her back. Yeah, dude, you're dead, little girl. You're not getting up from that. I mean, she's on the track team. She's and athletic. Then, all right, so that's true, right? She's young. She's robust. So he goes down the basement. The he hears the window. He, she hears. She chases him. She falls out the window. Right. She runs home. Not a far run. Live right across the street. Yeah. You got two adults, Mark Wahlberg and Susan Sarandon. She goes into the living room. She's all out of breath. <gasps> I have all the evidence. Who killed? So, oh, mom's home. Yeah. Uh, and then she hides the shit behind her back. Like, oh, never mind. Nothing to see here. Just for a second. F- fucking longer than a second, bud. Enough time that Stanley Tucci can have fucking escape. If she had just gone, that's great. You're here. 
Call the police immediately. Stanley yeah. Tucci is the killer. Yeah. But she doesn't. She just fucking, oh, mom, you're back. Oh, and then Wahlberg comes down and they fucking, honey, you're home. I'm not even pissed. I'm not even fucking, <laughs> dude, don't even worry about it. I'm not even fucking pissed. I love you so fucking much. I love you so fucking much. And then the daughter's like, grandma, can we call the police? What do you want to call the police for? Don't be a uh, bitch. Yeah. Oh, because your mom's here? She's Don't a bad mom. It. That's not illegal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> fucking this shit takes fucking forever. The police come a million hours later. By now, Stanley Tucci's gone. He's gone. He's he, screwed off. Not only is he gone, he's had time to get this fucking safe into his car that yeah, has a dead body in it. Fucking bring it to the fucking sinkhole. <sighs> Where the guy's like, hey, no, not this sinkhole, bro. Yeah, and then this is where... We're closing the sinkhole. This is where I hit pause, and this is there's 25 minutes left. And so, it feels like it should be done. This song fucking uh, plays, right? This fucking song plays. All the victims come to Susie. In the arms of an angel. Pretty much, dude, it blows. This fucking part of the movie stinks. Um. Then we see Ruth Connors watches them try to push this uh fucking safe into the sinkhole, and I'm just like, and she's there with the boy that Lady Bird had a crush on. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Why are we so invested in Ruth Connors at this point? She's really not contributed anything. And then, dude, I can't fucking believe that this shit happens. She takes over. Ruth Connors, Lady Bird is a fucking poltergeist and invades the body of Ruth Connors. Yeah. Because Ruth Connors faints. Her boyfriend's like, are you okay? Are you okay? And then it's Then it Lady turns Bird. into fucking Lady Bird and he sees it's Lady Bird and she's like, kiss me. And he does and Tucci throws the, the safe away and he's like, you're beautiful, Susie Salmon. Fuck. Ugh. So they never find her body. She's in the sinkhole. Stanley Tucci gets away. There's kind of this montage of everybody getting along, like moving on with their lives. Her younger sister's pregnant. I don't... The timeline of this shit is all fucked up. She's definitely pregnant, holding her belly. Is it a teen pregnancy? Is this when she's supposed to be older? Was she holding her belly pregnant or was it showing off her ring? They got engaged. I don't know, dude. I don't think she was pregnant. And then... Because these are the lovely bones that grow up around me. That's yeah. the the titular line. Now we get the fucking <sighs> coda. Tucci sees he's off. He's driven off somewhere. He sees a girl smoking a cigarette in a parking lot. He thinks, hey. And she tells him to fuck off immediately. He's like, hey, it's cold out here. You want to ride? Hey. She goes, fuck off. And then an icicle falls, hits him in the shoulder, and then he falls off a cliff and dies. Dude, the fucking get a guardrail. It's it's irresponsible not to have a guardrail in that. He falls lot. and he, but he falls. Yeah, no, yeah, you know, you well, it's the seventies. You know, there's no, no regulations. That's irresponsible, dude, for sure. And also, don't park cars next to a cliff. Well, park him next to a cliff. But and also fucking Stanley Tucci. Don't stand on the fucking cliff, idiot. No, stand on as many cliffs as you can, you Also, Stanley Tucci, pedo. don't fucking kidnap and murder young women. Pedo or pedo? What are we saying nowadays? Pedo. Uh, pedophile? Pe- pedo. Pedo. And here's where there's 15 more minutes, and then I was like, oh, shit. Because I was pissed. 
Tucci dies, he falls off the cliff and he dies. His head like smashes. Yeah, his... he gets fucked up. And it's 15 more minute, and then it's just 15 minutes of credits. I turn the movie off. Uh, the movie ends with uh, the mom, the fucking mom, enters Lady Bird's bedroom and says, I love you, Susie. The fucking mom? Yeah, the one that jet. Yeah, the fucking mom that just took off. I do. <laughs> you seem flustered, dude. I, I kind of hate this fucking movie. Do you? Yeah, I didn't. I sh- mean, hey, it's you're free to hate a movie, bro. It's very long. It is. It is too long. There's a lot of shit that they could have cut out. There that is. does not fix that fucking scene where she takes over the girl's body and then has the yeah, kid it's kiss weird. her. It's weird. That sucks. It's so fucking... they never they they never did find her body, right? No, because she's in the sinkhole. I don't know. It's just, I, yeah, it's just not for me. If you like this movie, that's fine. If you like the if the book, and I don't know. I mean, it's rough. It's a tough. Uh... Yeah, but it's not like it's not like it's not tough. Where I'm like, I the subject matter really emotionally affected me. Yeah, I'm me. sure you. I was just emotional. like, you I get just... you cry, you cry a lot. I well, I was cause when they saw the fucking runtime of this film and I yeah. how fucking slow it felt. Uh, this one's not, this one's not getting rewatched. Do you got some, uh, IMDb trivia? I do. I got the trivia. I'd love to hear the trivia. I already did the Ryan Gosling one. Uh. Oh, you already blew that load? Well, because it it made more sense. Uh, so we got this. For his role as George Harvey, Stanley Tucci had his skin lightened. His chest and his arm hair dyed to match his, his wig. Skin lightened. Yeah, like because I think he's a man of Mediterranean origin. All right, so he's probably got a little a little t- touch of the olive skin, but he had his skin lightened. He did it. It did look a little uh ish He dyes his chest hair and his ha- arm hair to match his wig, and he wears fake teeth to alter his jawline. He wore blue contacts and a lentil-filled fat suit to widen his girth. And then eyeglasses, mustache, and sideburns. He was very uncomfortable playing a child molester. <laughs> and he wanted to alter his appearance as much as possible. And, hey, to his credit, nails it. Yeah, he does. I mean, I knew it was Tucci the whole time. But uh, uh, what is uh, lentils? Is that a bean? It's kind of like a bean. So I don't I don't know what I, I tried. I Googled I how heavy that suit I was. I Googled lentil fat suit. Yeah. Guess what comes up? What? The piece of trivia from the IMDb page. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is Stanley Tucci's only Academy Award nomination. Really? He was nominated for an Academy Award. Uh, does not win, but uh, this is the only one in his illustrious career. He's going to get an Oscar Now, at some I mean, point. he's so... He's great in every single movie he's ever now, been in. Now, Spotlight won Best Picture, so does he... He's not even nominated. Ruffalo gets the uh, Supporting Actor nomination. But does he not... How does that work if you're if you're in a best picture thing? You don't actually get a anything. No, you don't huh? get anything. No, it goes to producers. Uh, here's a, a credit. Shame. Here's a credit. The end credits take up 15 minutes of the film's running time. That's too much. Too much. Too much credits. Uh, and then I got. I have a special treat for you today. This is the last piece of trivia. The film is included on Roger Ebert's most hated list. When I, I saw that, and I said, well... On who's most hated? Roger Ebert, the great... Uh, really? Great, great film critic. So I went to his review of The Lovely Bones, and uh, if you'll indulge me, I'd love, I'd love to read this for you. I would love to hear it. 
The Lovely Bones is a deplorable film with this message. If you're a 14-year-old girl who has been brutally raped and murdered by a serial killer, you have a lot to look forward to. You can get together in heaven with the other teenage victims of the same killer and gaze down in benevolence upon your family members as they mourn you and realize what a wonderful person you were. Sure, you miss your friends, but your fellow fatalities come dancing to greet you in a meadow of wildflowers, and how cool is that? The makers of this film seem to have given slight thought to the psychology of teenage girls, less to the possibility that there is no heaven, and none at all to the likelihood that, if there is one, it will not resemble a happy gathering of new Facebook friends. In its version of the events, the serial killer can almost be seen as the hero for liberating these girls from the tiresome ordeal of growing up and dispatching them directly to the Elysian fields. The film's primary effect was to make me squirmy. It's based on the bestseller by Alice Siebold that everybody seemed to be reading a couple of years ago. I hope it's not faithful to the book. If it is, millions of Americans are scary. Hmm. He, uh... He did not care for it, huh? hated it. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, there's something cool about a ghost narrator, somebody looking back on their life. I like a murder mystery where you know the, uh, you know how the, uh, who did it. Yeah. You know, kind of like Knives Out where it's like, you know who killed the guy, and now it's like trying to figure out how everybody else figures it out. Yeah. But this movie forgets that part of that. This movie, the mystery is solved when when Mark Wahlberg sees a, a Polaroid picture of Stanley Tucci and goes, oh, that's the guy that killed oh, my daughter. That seems to be it. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know if it needed more of a whodunit or like detective shit or like police work, but it needs something, man. But I mean, it doesn't really need anything because it's been done and it came out eleven years ago. But you got any fi- you got any final thoughts on the lovely bones, Bill? I I mean, it's a it's a fucking tough subject matter. Obviously, I think uh, Saoirse Ronan. She is Sir- Saoirse. Saoirse right? Ronan. I, I fucking nailed it, dude. You did you fucking wrecked that? Shit. I think Saoirse Ronan is a goddamn treasure. She's great. She is so goddamn good. She is uh, very good in this movie. She's good in everything. Um, yeah, but especially in this movie where there, I, I don't think there's a about, lot of good, but I, she fucking nails this movie. I keep thinking about uh, what it would have been like if Imperioli and Wahlberg had switched characters. Uh, I don't I don't think it fixes the story problems, but, I mean, Mark Wahlberg is barely a presence in this movie. Uh, you know, I think he's fine. Yeah. Um, but it, he's, I don't know if he's the right casting. Uh, Rachel Vice is wasted. The mom does basically nothing. Susan Sarandon is fine as the grandmother character, but that character sucks. Uh, and then I actually think the youngest sister is not bad as well. I think the two the two girls. Yeah, I think the youngest sister is good too. Do a good job. Uh, I mean, Saoirse Ronan is doing a lot of acting on a fucking soundstage and a green screen and all kinds of CGI effects and stuff. So, um, but she carries the weight of the thing and. I think she's uh, very good, and uh, it makes sense that she continues to be recognized for her work as she gets older, and yeah. she's become one of the great actresses of her generation. She certainly has, Sean. Uh, where are you putting this on the uh, patented boondock scale? I will put this... <laughs> I 
just pull that table in like one foot. Where did it get unplugged? I think I just pulled it off. Check. Check, check, check. There it is. Oh, yeah. Bring it in, bro. Oh, that's nice. Bring it a little little more and I can kick back. No. Okay. So now oh, we're going to. That's nice. Uh, we're just going to do the. Uh, hold on. Let me just reset. We're at the boondock scale. Bill, where do you put this on the patented boondock sale? Scale? I, I boondock will, scale. Trademark I pending. will say that it is a uh, boondock saints. I'll say, hey, it is a boondock saints too. Do not. Also? Do not watch. Do not watch. Boondock Saints t- 2 or also? No, it is a Boondock Saints 2. No. This is this one is a this one gets no recommendation from me. You don't me. think people should watch it if Mm-mm. they're just looking for a movie to watch in no. the month of March March? No, dude. I think there's better Mark Wahlberg even, movies even if they're just looking to fill out the bracket. I'd tell you to watch fucking Ladybird instead watch of watching Anson's this. Watch Family. Yeah. That was a good movie. This one, uh, you didn't care for it at all, huh? No, dude. It's it feels long. It's not fun. Not I that mean, movies. Not that the, movies have to be fun. Subject matter isn't fun. No, but it's not handled like with like I don't know. It's just. It's I just, think it has some really good pods. I think it has totally. A, it's so weird. I think it has a uh, a very. Uh, I don't know. I like the feel of it. I sure. I like the feel of Marta. <laughs> I just think it has a nice... it makes you feel like a god, Norman. I, I don't know. The aesthetic to it. Uh, no, it's it's a beautiful film, but that's Peter Jackson can't... He knows what he's doing. Like, he's, he's certainly... A, hey. He's a good director. He certainly knows what he's doing. Uh, I just, you know, I just... If you're kicking back on a Sunday afternoon and you want to fucking bum oh, the no, shit. No, it's not a Sunday afternoon. You're going to bum the shit out of yourself. You're going back to work tomorrow. You want to watch something cheerful. Yeah. I I don't know. This no, is... I can, you could do a Sunday afternoon, a nice rainy Sunday afternoon. You got something in the crock pot. Yeah, I don't. I mean, there's so many different movies I would watch right. before I watch this. But, hey, that's you. You get to decide well, out there. If there was you. another movie that you could watch and you had to watch it next week. And it had to be in Machu Machu, and it had to be starring Mark Wahlberg, and it couldn't be based in New England, and I get to pick it. I'm so... What would it be? What movie would you think it would be? I don't know. You know. You've seen the list. We've talked about it. Yeah, and I watched it. Uh... (laughs) Spoiler alert. I fucking hated that movie, too. Fuck you, dude. Yeah. Look... Hey, we're about to record back-to-back episodes. You're out of your mind. All right. We had a lovely time in the lovely bones. We had some interesting, great conversation. for week three of Week three, Marchy March. Check it in. Fucking A, dude. It is all about me and my life. It is all about my life and times as a wild boy. We're watching Rockstar. Rockstar. I love the hair. Fucking, I'm going to. Put the spandex on, explore the stage. Fucking these go to 11.
That's a different movie. That's Spinal Tap. A much that. better movie. Oh, man. I wish we, they'd, they'd go to Boston. We could do that. They mentioned Boston. Not a big call. We'll talk town. about that next week. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Balcony Boys show on social Did media. Did you even mention what we're watching next yeah, week? Yeah, Rockstar. It's fucking Rockstar. Rockstar. It sucks. We've mentioned it for the last six weeks. You've had a boner. Every time we record, you're just like, can I fucking talk about it? And you point Why your you dick. Why do you keep looking at my dick? Because it's fucking rock hard and it's a half my foot. My eyes are up here. It's a foot and a half long. Anyway, that's estimate. You didn't actually find a measuring tape. We're watching Rockstar. It's probably on VH1 Classics. It is on uh, demand somewhere. Yeah, it sucks. Bye. Sean.